Welcome back, everybody, to episode 11 of the Big Chef, Little Chef Gaming Podcast. My name is Will, and this week I am joined by the director of the Shredded Cheese Authority, Rob. God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hi, everyone. How Hello. Very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Great. Shredded cheese, obviously. <laughs> How's it been going with the shredded oh. cheese? Oh, mate, the, the industry is going on a high, you know, with all these restaurants opening in the UK. Boom, shredded cheese is back in business. <laughs> I think you'd probably say that, mate. Oh, bless you, mate. How are you? How has oh, your mate. week been, my friend? It's been interesting. Yeah. It's been it's been a week, yeah. It's yeah. been a week. Lack of, lack, lack of sleep and usual. Trying to get back into fitness, you see, because my wife showed me a photo of me about five years ago. And mm. I must have been like what an XL, real thin, like pretty thin, like you can't you can't see the the, the beard. Like if I will have fresh shave, fresh. I've got hair. That's one thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now nah, look at me. Got to got you know dad bud on. Yeah. Comfy. No mate, hair. Mate, you're built for comfort, not speed. <laughs> we all know that. Mate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm just storing energy for when I need it. That's what it is. Good. Well, I'm glad you're okay, yeah. my friend. We are back for another episode. I'm so excited. I know you I are know. too. We've got a fantastic show as always, guys. Uh, before we start, before we introduce our guest, we've got a few shout outs that we've got to give to some amazing people that have started listening to the show. We've got a brand new listener, which is Ed Adam Edward Rag, who is at Blaze AEW. And Rob, you can probably imagine he's a fellow Chef U fan. Not that that's anything to really shout out about, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, he started listening to our podcast, and he's actually a postman. And he says that he's been chuckling oh. away to himself whilst out on his rounds. So when I found out about Big that, love. that made me very happy. Also, our good old friend Two Thumbs Alex, he gave us some great feedback the other day, mate. He said that me and you are sounding more and more natural every episode, and that he is genuinely enjoying every single one. So cheers, Alex. You're a fucking legend as cheers, always. Mate. Um, we've also got a huge shout out to a company called the rise of humanity. So these guys put the term out to DM us on Twitter and they've been listening to some of our episodes and I thought I'd give them a shout out. So they are on Twitter. They're at rise of human game and they are a turn-based deck building card game made by indie developer, cybernetic walrus. Are you a fan of oh. turn-based like card games or anything like that, Rob? Uh, do you know, do you know what I used to play uh, to be fair? Um, might of Magic. Oh, yeah. Magic yeah, the yeah, Gathering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I did dabble in the Yu-Gi-Oh! and the Pokemon cards and stuff like that, but do you know what? I enjoy it. If you if you, if you know it and, and you've got, you enjoy it, it's, you know, it's a good game to get into. Something I, I played a lot of um, on The Witcher 3, I played a lot of Gwent. Gwent. See, they, they had the... Um, they had the beta test, which tested on the xbox when that came out mm. so that was i enjoyed playing that but no, I, I enjoyed that. Not played but yeah, since. i really want to check it out if anybody likes like deck building card games then check them out as i say they are at rise of human game i've also got a huge shout out to chef john fell who's actually shared his beef short rib recipe that we talked about last week if you remember Oh, I don't know if I, so we, we have the I'm recipe now. <laughs> we have the recipe made. but what i didn't know so this guy this uh, John Fell guy, he holds the record for the largest ever Scotch egg. 
No. Mate, this guy's become my hero. Right I want, now, like, I overnight. want photos. Is, is it <laughs> like Runny Egg in the middle? And as you like. I've not seen any photos. I've just, it's on his Twitter handle. It says, I hold the record for the largest ever Scotch egg. So, I mean, you would obviously shout that out, wouldn't you, if you had that? Oh, big, big, like, do you know what? There's ways of doing it. And, and it, it's already bringing to my mind, like, how I would do it if I was going to go, like, super sized, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but uh, I, see I don't think I've got the skills. Yeah, I haven't got the skills. Yeah, I want to see a picture. I, got, I, I don't think I've got the, the skill sets to do it. You know, you'd have to separate a lot of eggs. Yeah, definitely. A, a uh, lot of eggs. So we've also got a massive thank you to Crystal Sherry last week who let us use her song. Um, it was stunning. I don't know whether you had a chance to listen to it, Rob, last week, but that woman, she's got a stunning voice. So oh, amazing. Thank her enough for letting us use her song. And we have a new artist for this week. A uh, singer-songwriter from Sheffield called Lee, I hope he says his surname right, Lee Cope. Um, He's let us use some of his music, and we are going to be playing his song, Waiting for the Day, at the end of the episode. So can't wait to put that on. So we might as well get into it. But before we do, we have a very special guest. This is a great friend of the show. He's a fellow podcaster. He's from the 100 Things We Learned About Film podcast. And this is Mark. Hey, buddy. Hey guys, how are you Hi. doing? Very well, thank you, mate. How are right. you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Really glad to be on. Big fan of the show. Been listening oh. since probably episode two, in spite oh. of the fact that you told me to start in episode five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere it gets good. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened back to the first episode during last week and I, I kind of... You, you, you realise how shit you actually were when you first started. <laughs> but, but you've got yeah. to start somewhere and this is how it goes. So, but no, we've been trying to get Mark on for, for a few weeks now and we're incredibly excited to have him on. It's a fantastic podcast. We love what you guys do. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're honoured that you are wanting to come and be a part of ours. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Before we start, we want to ask you a couple of questions just to get an idea of who you are as a gamer and as a foodie, and also to let the listeners know a little bit more about you. So first of all, we want to know whereabouts are you from? Um, <laughs> much to, to Rob's uh, chagrin, I'm originally from Nottingham, uh, big Nottingham Forest fan, which instantly with the amount of Blades fans you've got listening to this, they're switching <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, or going on my podcast us. and giving me one-star reviews. <laughs> uh, yeah, so although I'm, I'm originally from originally from Nottingham. I live, I live in Carlisle now, uh, oh. up in the uh, North Lakes, which is uh, very wet, if, yeah. if nothing else. Constant rain. Um, yeah, so it's it, it's just broken out a bit of sunshine here today, so I'll uh, I'll maybe go for a run after we've done this. Oh, mate, sounds like fun, mate. Uh, what is your console of choice, and what is your favourite console of all time? Well, I'm one of these bankers that managed to pick up a ps5 yeah buddy. <laughs> uh, a wow. couple of months ago just wow. like you um but i have uh, not yet played any i've not yet bought should i say any next gen games i'm still working through a huge back catalog of ps4 games nothing's quite taken my my my, uh, my interest yet there's on not that, that one. much there's not that much to be fair the only one no. you really want to be looking forward to is ratchet and clank next month that's the big one. Maybe Spider-Man. I liked oh, the first Spider-Man. Yeah. Marvel did he, did he have um, Elder Scrolls on the PlayStation 5? Uh, it's on PlayStation oh, 4. Oh, I don't know, actually. I had it on the 4, yeah. Yeah, it's on the so 4. So having a massive uh, next-gen update, aren't they? Ooh, I know that. That'd be good. Could be tempted. 
Speaking yeah. of games, then, what is your favorite game of all time? <sighs> I, I have honestly, this has has bugged me all week trying to think <laughs> of this, and I, I, I remember as a kid being absolutely astonished, astonished when I played Super Mario Brothers for the first time. The original oh. Super Mario Brothers. I'd have been maybe about eight or nine, and. No, I'd never played anything like it. All of the games were kind of like one screen, um, mm. shoot 'em ups and, and and all that kind of thing, and and little kind of pong and all that kind of stuff. And I played Super Mario Brothers, and I just thought there's so much involvement. You know, the the power ups which I'd never seen before, and you know, four four levels to every world. And yeah, I, I don't know. And I, I think still to this day. I can sit for hours and hours and hours on Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3. So it's all, all got to have started with, uh, with Mario Brothers. Good choice. Um, next question. When's your birthday, my friend? 22nd of January. So we ask you this because we like to find out what your national day is. We've had some great ones so far, and you are definitely up there, mate, with some of the best ones. So on your birthday, it's actually National Polka Dot Day. <laughs> wow so, that explains a lot of my yeah. clothing choices <laughs> <laughs> so next year i want to see a tweet of you with in your polka dot dress uh enjoying the <laughs> enjoying the rain up in carlisle mate. wrapped in a twister mat <laughs> yeah sure why not <laughs> <laughs> oh bless and then seeing that we are a food related podcast we want to know what is your favorite sandwich uh, my favourite sandwich is one at the legendary Slips Deli in Headingley in Leeds make. Um, it is called a Chiba, and it is uh, chicken, cheese, and bacon. And the cheese is a mixture of blue cheese and cheddar, and it's all fired into a into a sub roll and thrown under the grill and melted, and it's absolutely delicious. And it predates subway in leeds by about 10 years to slips it is still there and it's still working so if you're ever in leeds get yourself up slips deli and get yourself a chiba are you sure this is you're not sponsored by m and s this isn't any old deli this is slips deli Oh, fantastic. Well, we've learned so much about you, my friend, already. So thank you so much. So we, we may as well get cracking. So as always, we start off with what we've been playing over the past week. By you guys, anything fun that you've been playing? Mm, do you Who know what? I've been playing FIFA? FIFA 21. I've been playing FIFA 21 because it's come out uh, free on EA uh, Pass for the yeah, you Xbox. Yeah, so that, that's, that's been entertaining, you know, trying to play that. Yeah, against a lot of competitive people that are really good at the game. How have you coped with that? Have you been um, losing every game, or? Do you know what? Do you know what? I did. I did post in that picture uh, of us uh, in the chat that we have about <laughs> Derby County winning the uh, championship, <laughs> like champions. And I was like, yeah, I post that one in there. Uh, so we did pretty well. I think I thought I won pretty well. You know, got the team where they should be. Not where they are currently, <laughs> like at the bottom of everything. Hey, at least you survived, um, mate. You were fucking lucky to survive. Uh, Wednesday didn't survive. Wednesday didn't do very well. We say survive. 
don't know. It's up in the air at the moment. Well, yeah. Um, I've been playing uh, ESO, Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of uh, the EVG uh, members, which has been really good. Um, and then playing Beyond Extinction again, because that's such a good game. I've been watching some people stream this, and it just looks so much fun. It's so good. Mark, <laughs> like, you, real you, good. Mark, have you seen this game? I haven't. I'm just Googling it now. Uh, I, it sounds Beyond familiar, Extinction. but I don't oh, think God. I have. So it's like, it's like Dead, Dino with, Crisis. Yeah, Dino with dinosaurs yeah. and shit. Oh, First you were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, Robert. Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. it's amazing. Unfortunately, it's Xbox only, mate, so we can't play it. But we can watch other people. I know, massive boo. But yeah, oh, mate. If I, you ever want me to stream it, just let me know. Yeah, I probably Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm yeah. in for that. <laughs> I'll do that definitely. So is that all you've been playing then, mate? Yeah, to be fair, that's that's really. I've I've not really had loads of time. To be fair, I've been doing a lot of exercise and trying to get that back in. So, yeah, jumped in where I can. To be fair, I'm probably very similar. This week has just kind of flown by. Work's been quite hectic this past couple of weeks, so I haven't really had a chance to play a collection of games. But what I have played, I've played a lot of, which is Resident Evil Eight. Obviously, I spoke about it a little bit last week on the Sunday. I'd played it for a couple of hours. And then literally, I didn't play anything until I think it was like Thursday night, Friday night. And I must have sunk another like eight, nine hours into Resident Evil 8. (laughs) Fuck me, that game is so good. I know it's not really up your street, Rob, but it's not really that scary. There's one section. I don't think anything scary is in my street. (laughs) (laughs) There's one section that is fucking scary, and I've been talking to people on Twitter about it all week, and they've been saying, oh, wait until you get to this bit, wait until you get to this bit. And I got to it, and I even post like a little video clip up on Twitter on Friday night of me seeing this house, and then just going, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh-uh, and turning around and trying to get back again, but I couldn't, I had to go through it. And I won't spoil anything for anybody who wants to play it, but when you get to House Benevito, you're in for a treat. It's, um, It's pretty scary. But no, the the game is amazing. Um, there's so many different variety of enemies compared to seven. Uh, I know, Mark, you've been playing seven, and we'll we'll talk about that when we come to what you've been playing. But you only really have like one enemy type, whereas in this, I'm not even all the way through it, and I must have had like ten, twelve different enemy types. The story's really good. I still love to see how it all fits in. But it's the little things like so. I'm playing on PS5. The game looks incredible, but it's the controller. So we've talked before about how amazing this DualSense controller is, but these adaptive triggers that it has on it, every single gun feels different. So when you're trying to like aim a pistol, it's just really easy, like it is on Call of Duty, no problem. But then when you go to a shotgun, you can actually feel the tension when you come to aim and when you come to shooting. And I don't normally like that. So like I, I turn it off on Call of Duty because I just want to have the instant response. But when you're playing a game like this, it really sucks you into it more because you come into a firefight you try and shoot but you can't shoot because you've got to pull the trigger down more and it gives you that split second where you can get attacked easier because you've not shot and at first it really grated me but then the more that you think about it the more immersive it actually makes you feel into the game and i'm absolutely loving that um one really little thing that i'm loving at the moment and mark you can tell me this you know when you come to play resident evil 7 you save the game mm-hmm. how long does it take you to save Oh, it's almost instantaneous. It's great. What, for seven? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's quite quick. It is quick, but it takes, I'd say it takes 30 seconds at the most because you, you have to wait for that little bar to fill across. 
So well, at least when I did it, anyway, I'm. I'm oh no! Now you've got version. me thinking. I'm going to go back to it after, uh, a little later on tonight, and I'll, I'll tweet you and let you know. I thought it was pretty quick. It is pretty. But then quick. I'm used to playing games on the PS4. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely quicker than it was on PS4. But you you literally click save game, and then you have to wait for this like, little bar to like come across. On eight, it is literally instant. You literally click save, and then it's just done. And I, it's just little yeah. things like that that I just. And when you go back, you'll see what I mean. Like it. When you play seven, there will be like a little bar that's got to fill up. Let's say it's only like 10, 20 seconds, but eight is literally instant. So, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying that. So, yeah, no, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I am meant to be playing COD with some friends tonight because there's a new 2v2 game mode that's just come out on Cold War. So, so a couple of mates have told me that I need to come and play that. So, other than that, that's about it, really. How about you, Mark? I've kind of spoiled well, your thunder, really, as, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. As you've alluded to, I mean, it was on the back of you talking about eight for the last week that uh, I, I thought I, I really should go back to to, to Resi Seven. Um, I, I'd never I'd never played it on on the four before, but you get a big bundle of games, don't you? You get a big bundle of PS4 games yeah. when when you sign up and this was one of the ones that i thought i was desperate to play for quite some time but always purchased something else instead in the sale so yeah. i didn't get this so I, I i i bought this uh played a little bit and this in fact yesterday afternoon got into the basement killed a couple of these easy boys fantastic uh used to pull my bullets f- full of bravado and, <laughs> and and spunk i ran into a plant room which was full of six of them sod all bullets i screamed i fear quit and i went back to playing slay the spire on my switch uh, <laughs> so i haven't touched it since so i need to do that but slay the spire is i have i i, I somebody had asked me on twitter earlier on today had asked us what we'd been playing on twitter and i said um oh a, a bit of slay the spire and the guy said i've played like half an hour of that and i had a look at my stats and i've actually played 188 hours of slay the spire since i got it just before christmas what the hell am i doing with my life <laughs> this is alex isn't it on twitter play, up alex. Play, play. yeah 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 that. oh we love alex good lad yeah but yeah no I, i've never i'd never heard of it before i mean I, I might download it on my switch if if you say it's good and you've sunk that many hours into it, it, it might be it's it, it, it's one or the other it's marmite you were either gonna do what i've done like a couple of my mates have or you're gonna play it for about 20 minutes and then just think what a waste of money but the, the more you play it the more the more you run through very much like any kind of roguelike but the more runs you do the more cards you unlock and oh, some of the cards okay. the further on you get in are really really interesting and really give you a i, I mean it's almost like there's unlimited ways to do a run because of the amount of relics that you can get which give you powers the different cards you can get the the, the potions that you can get, there's so many connotations of what can happen. And that I think that's what's kept me so... It's probably the game I've played the most since Tetris. Oh, really? When I was a kid. I'm just yeah, I think it, it is. I really do. So it's 20 quid on the It looks shop. crap. Yeah, it doesn't look It looks crap. crap. It looks like shit. <laughs> it really does. But, it doesn't but have that, to be. that doesn't matter. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all it's about the, the, it's the game. Yeah, it's the loot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wicked. I might have a try at that. But yeah, 20 quid on the eShop if anybody wants to try it out. Awesome. So we've been not really playing much, but what we've played, we've enjoyed. We shall move on to our little Game Plus feature. Obviously, each week uh, I choose a game for Rob to play on Game Pass, and he chooses a game for me to play on PlayStation Plus. Rob, what did I give you this week? 
He gave me Star Wars The Complete Saga. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Mate. Oh, mate. I love it. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Like, I streamed. I must have streamed about... It got up to an hour and I had to do something. But it took me an hour to do the first one. And, like, the funniest thing is, I didn't realise... Well, I, I knew I was streaming, but... You know when you forget that you do, you're streaming and you just go into your own own persona and I'm just like yeah, talking yeah, to yeah. myself like like acting out as if I'm Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I'm streaming. Um, and we I was just the, like, do you know what? Fuck we did the voices as well, by the way. Yeah, I was. You were. <laughs> I was. I was. I was like, uh, I was like, <laughs> condoms will do terrible things to me. You know, get to you. There. There's always a bigger fish, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so literally going through it, and I'm like, and then I start like, I, f- I feel bad about it because then I start pointing out things that are like not true in in the Lego game, which are true in the film, which are not. Yeah. So then I start being like criticizing it. At one point, I'm like, this doesn't work. This is not how it works. <laughs> Get over. <laughs> but then I'm like, but it's a Lego game. Literally like having a conversation to myself for like an hour. This is a Lego game, Rob. Yeah, but it doesn't work. <laughs> like, constantly in the stream. So, it, it, you know, you go check it out. It's, it's, it's in my recent streams. But yeah, no, yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved it, it. What would you give it out of five, then? It's got to be a five. Five it? out of five? Oh, nice. Five out of five. It's a complete saga of Lego Star Wars. Well, I am glad you enjoyed it, my friend. I hope you'll enjoy the game I'm going to choose for you as well, even more. Uh... You gave me Wreckfest. Now, me and Mark talked yes. about this together because Mark's been playing it as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. He, he listened to the podcast last week and was like, fuck it, I'm going to download it as well. So we could talk about this. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It is literally a true successor to Destruction Derby, which was one of my favorite games when I was like growing up and stuff. So, no, I, I really, really enjoyed it. What did you think, Mark? I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it quite as much as I did. But when you start off on the first With level, the lawnmower. <laughs> just on a little lawnmower, yeah. running into other people, that was me. I was in. And I'm really just doing the races to get to the next bit where I'm either on a lawnmower or on a couch car. Yeah, I never got to that bit. I was going to oh, say you can oh, drive a motorised couch. Oh, oh, that's infuriating, mate. You, you guys were like, you guys were like, I'm a lawnmower, quids in. Let's yeah, do it. <laughs> but, but the thing is that when you're doing the lawnmower, when you hit into people, they literally just fly up in the air like fucking ragdolls. And it was just pissing myself with it. <laughs> so good but I've missed having a driving game like I've been wanting to have a driving game and this is the perfect mix because it's not like a, a simulation game it's an arcade game So, you, and because it's a destruction derby you can just ram into other cars and it's you know, it's actually how you should play the game so no I, it's, I really, it's okay yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I really really enjoyed it but one of the questions I had so I before I ask the question I would easily give this game a good 4.5 out of 5 I loved it that much, and I really want to go back and play it. What about you, Mark? What would you give it out of five? I, I, I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that does half plates because I'm okay. a big lad and I like a full <laughs> plate of food. Um, I, I've had a lot of fun with it. I can't see it lasting me many weeks longer. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I think it's going to be. It's going to burn brightly for a couple of weeks, and then I'm just going to uninstall it and never think about it again. I do think we should do some online games together, though. I think one hundred percent. Absolutely, we have to do that. But um, the question I had is, is that from driving games, obviously there's different camera angles that you can have. 
And I wanted to ask you guys, when you play driving games, what is your go-to camera angle to play? Uh, mine is outside the car, really far back, so it yeah. looks like I'm God mode over the car. <laughs> <laughs> like... That says a lot about you, Rob. <laughs> Uh, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. I've got to be able <laughs> yeah, to see what way. I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to see all. I can't. I can't do these. You know where people drive and it, and it's as if they're in the seat. Yeah. Like as yeah. if they're driving it. Then so I cannot do that. That now is the hardest thing. Hardest thing ever. See, I can't do that. But what I do love personally, I love the ground level camera. So it's literally just first person. You can't see any car. You're right on the ground. That's my go-to one because I can I feel that sense of speed. But it's interesting you said that because I asked Twitter this question and the responses I had back was 41% said behind the car, like you guys. 33% said in the car, which I couldn't understand because I do not get on with that. 16% said the bonnet camera, so you can see just see the front of the bonnet. And then only 8% said ground level. So I found that quite interesting, but each to their own everybody likes to play their own way rob do you want to know what i've got for you for this week yeah <laughs> same with like uh yeah 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 go on go on you give it me so give it me. Give i am going to give you a choice this week and Ooh. the reason being is, is okay. that we are not having a normal podcast next week because i'm off to no. uh birmingham to go for a mate stag do so I'm going to give you two weeks to play one of these two games. And if you, whichever one you don't choose this week, you will be playing in two weeks' time when we come back and do a proper podcast. Is this where you're going to give me a choice of like something horrific to play and something okay to play? <laughs> and I'll be like, what? So this week, you have got a choice between a game called A Way Out, which you can play with Tash. You've got two controllers, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So it's a two-player game. You have to escape from a prison, but it's perfect couch co-op game that you and Tash are going to play together. Or okay. you're going to play Outlast Two. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> God yeah. really? No, yeah. I knew you'd do that. I knew you'd do it. So either I play a couch game for two weeks. Yeah. And then the, when we get back, I have to shit myself. Yeah. Or um, you can shit yourself now and then play a nice game. Or shit myself for two back. weeks. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll go with uh, a way out. Is it? You're gonna play a way is out now. Yeah. Said? Oh yeah, yeah, way out. Yeah, I'll play that, and then and then I'll do candlelit scarefest. Okay. Yeah. When I, get, when I get back. So. When you get back, yeah. So we commence in the 31st of May. Rob will be shitting himself. Yeah, I'm surprised that you're doing just, that. To just, be fair. I, I thought you'd have wanted to get it out of the way, but hey, that's fine. You can, you've got that to look forward to over the next couple of weeks, mate. You can set yourself up for it. Awesome. What are you nice. giving me? So, I've played this game before, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think you'll enjoy it. And I don't know if you played it or not, but uh, God of War. Oh, mate. Yes. Either. Is this the new, the one that came out for PlayStation Four before? This is the action adventure that came out for PlayStation one. Four in yeah. two thousand and eight. Oh. Yeah. Dad of War. Dad God of War. Dad of War. Dad of the war. one where he's a dad. Oh yes, yes, yes. 
mate, it's so yeah. good. Oh, yes, mate. I will be play. I will play that. I think. I am nice. How can you treat <laughs> me like this? We have such a poor relationship. I always seem to get the worst of. Does anybody think that? Yeah, but it's your own... need to, like have a Twitter movement. No, but the thing is, though, you told me last week that Outlast Two was coming out, so I don't know why you did that. <laughs> it's your own fault, mate. Right, awesome. God of War, great game. They've actually just done an update where you can now have sixty frames a second and um, or four K kind of upgrades. So yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. So thank you, and hope you enjoy a way out. And I look forward to you playing Outlast Two in a couple of weeks' time, mate. Can't wait. Right, we shall move on before our little cook-off. We shall talk about what we've been watching over the past week. I'll start. I've not been watching much, but I've watched one new TV show, and we've been watching a TV show called The 100. Have any of you guys heard about this show or seen it at all? I know it. I've not seen it. So it's out on Amazon Prime. It's a story about... Uh, there was a nuclear war and humanity went up into space to live on this thing called the Ark. And they were there for, I don't know, 60, 70 years or however long. And then their air supply starts to run out. So they launch a dropship with a hundred young kids on it that are all broken laws and stuff. And they have to go down to Earth to see if it's habitable or not. And it's just the story about what happens when they get down there. I'm getting some serious Lost vibes to it which I really like. Uh, obviously, the first three or four seasons of Lost were amazing. It only just starts to tail off towards the end where it just got a little bit stupid. But I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, we finished season one. We just started season two. Uh, but yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I think they've got the first five seasons on Amazon Prime. So if you want to check it out, highly recommend it. Um, just quickly before you guys go on, a couple of bits of news of movies. The Book of Saw is now out. I know it's really not your cup of tea rob probably too much scary for you but this is part of the saw franchise and they've kind of branched out i'm a man and... upon man when it comes to Saw. i like Saw. oh do you like Saw? i i love Saw. Oh, okay oh i didn't i wasn't expecting i don't i don't like the first one the first one's boring but the rest of them you know i like where they go into that house and that girl falls uh where that girl has to like jump in and she's got loads of needles and she's like trying to stay oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just oh, that's ripping awful. through oh man yeah. you think oh these and that bloke who gets uh, two blokes who cheating on that girl's cheating on, and she's got to choose, and there's all like blade in the middle of him, in the yeah, middle of like a no, shopping centre or whatever. No, that's nasty. Yeah, no. But yeah, so that's out. I do now. like so. Well, that's out now. The book of saw that's out. Um, and what I'm most looking forward to, and Rob, we don't have much longer to wait. On the 21st of May, our new favourite film drops on Netflix: Army of the Dead. Oh. Oh, I've seen it. I've been telling Tash about it. Been oh. telling Tash. Mark, have you seen the trailer for this film yet? I, I'm weird. I don't watch trailers for movies I'm excited about. Okay. So all I've seen is what people are saying online. I believe there's a zombie tiger, but John and I have agreed that we're probably going to watch it together in our own homes of course under lockdown yeah. uh, but we're going to watch it at the same time and we may even make an episode out of oh. it if we can make that work oh man i can't wait for that it's gonna be so good i can't wait batista it zombie tiger yeah. yeah can't wait yeah, vegas so yes and vegas what more could you want and Zack snyder as well so you know everything all wrapped into one nice little neat package uh as long as it's not in 4-3 uh, and 12 hours long, like that Snyder cut was, then I'll be all right with that. 
Awesome. Well, that's that's what I've been watching. What about you guys? Uh, well, I watched uh, More Combat. Have you? Did you watch it? <laughs> yes. Oh. Mate, I got it on Sky and I rented it for 20 quid. It cost a bomb, but I don't mind because you pay more than that at the cinema. But oh my God, what a film. <laughs> Jeez, that is like... Have any of you seen it? You two no, seen it? Like, I've not seen not it. Not yet. Oh, oh my god. It's so good. Like just it's just meaty. Meaty more <laughs> come And there's fatalities in it and it's just meaty. And there's some real famous people in there, like ridiculously famous people in there. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that do uh what a lot of them like uh the Last Samurai is, a, you know, a few of the Japanese uh, actors in there that are in it, and you know, it's a lot, a lot of Japanese people. Obviously, we know that small combat film, but my God, <laughs> but it does such a. The thing is, I really love it, but it's such a poor twist on certain things. Mm. Like, I don't. It's like a spoiler alert. Like, put your fingers in your ears if you don't hear it. But <laughs> spoiler alert of it is. They the, the cast the light of um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero differently than what we've been brought up to realise. So we've okay. all seen the first film, The Annihilation, and, you know, they're all speculating that Sub-Zero's a good guy, you know, Scorpion's a really bad guy. They've swapped the twist on that. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the that's the crazy meaty bit about it. Okay. They've swapped it around, so I don't know if you know. And it leaves a, leaves a cliffhanger for more, and you know, it looks it, the graphics and everything are amazing. Um, so funny on some bits as well. Um, I think Rob, you need to get over it. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's meaty. It's good. Get good film. Um, I've been watching a lot of Teen Wolf with the wife. Oh, you we wanted to watch Wolf. that again. Drama, vampires and wolves and stuff. I've been watching a, a bit of Frontier, which is quite cool. Um, and I watched the first Star Wars just to entertain myself. Well, um, awesome. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Awesome. So. How about you, Mark? Uh, we, Rachel and I have semi-diff... My wife, we have semi-differing... Uh, views on what's good television so this morning i started watching love death and robots series two on <laughs> netflix i don't know if you watched the first oh, series mate. of these animated shorts yeah i watched the first one my they, wife i think i think uh, my wife's the same as well she she likes ncis and so far <laughs> i completely fucking hate them <laughs> like, yeah. i think everybody has that <laughs> yeah that's right, yeah. So the, these these are these are great. I've watched the first three. The first one was was a, a silly one. The second one was weird, and the third one, not long before I came on on here, nearly brought me to tears. It was so, <laughs> so good, and and that's like a twelve minute animated kind of show about the future and how robots and and, and kind of life's going on. So it, it's kind of drop in, drop out stuff. But I remember I watched the first series across two nights. I was obsessed with it. And I think I maybe watched it three or four times after that. Mm, Together, we've been that. watching, we've started watching series four of Fargo, which has got the great Chris Rock in. So that's 
but that's quite heavy going. And when we don't want something heavy going, we're working our way through having finished the British ones, the American Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, <laughs> which I knew you guys would appreciate. I love Kitchen Nightmares. It's so he's yeah. just a man. <laughs> He's great, isn't he? He's fantastic. I, and I know it's probably not a popular thing to say, but he knows what he's doing, no, he in spite of the fact that all the American ones are very over the top and I think sensationalised. The British I, I ones the are American great. Ones are, I think the American ones, I don't think they're over top. I think that that's how, to me, and in my eyes, that's how it is in America. I don't know what it is, but like, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Like, just, just like, I think I'd be the same if I went to the, into the kitchen like that. But like, what the fuck's going up here? So, slinging things out of freezers and all that. I'd do the same in any kitchen, really, if I went into one. I'd be like, what the fuck's yeah. this? You know, bang it, fucking bin. Oh, I, think, I think we should do that. You're just gonna walk go around, just go around and walk into kitchens like EHO and start slating them. This is wrong. It's a spin-off YouTube channel from the podcast. It's a great (laughs) idea. I'm in. I'm in. Hi, I'm Rob, and I'm in this Frankie and Benny's this week. (laughs) What a terrible! Do you know what? Can't say that Frankie and Benny's have had such poor experience every time I've gone. Yeah, it's every time. And the one in Chesterfield's terrible. Like, I, although... I spent a year working at Frankie and Benny's in Middlesbrough, Rob, and I can tell you some stories that I won't. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it off air. <laughs> I'd love to hear them. That'd be awesome. Is that, <laughs> is that all you've been watching then, Mark? Nothing else? Yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much it uh, with with recording and 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 getting movies watched for the uh, for, for new episodes of the of the show. It's uh, it, it it's I've been limited to how much time I've had to watch new stuff. Fair enough. Well, shall we move on? Shall we have a bit of a competition? Should we have a cook off? Yeah, just do it. Yeah, let's go and have a cook off. Oh, mate. In a world where cooking is the ultimate fight for survival. Three chefs, three dishes. Who will be victorious in What Have You Cooked? Right, so before we start, do you guys want to hear who won last week's public vote? Yep. Please. So, Please no. <laughs> in third place was the spaghetti, Mama's, Mama's lasagna spaghetti, with 14% of the vote. In second place, nice. Rob, it was your dish, your chicken, <laughs> with <laughs> mac cheese. Beating his streak. 35%. Oh, my God. And I won the public vote with 50% with my pork dish. So, wow! Congratulations to me. Thank you very much, public. I do appreciate that. And we shall I move on. I think this is to... uh, fake. I put it onto Twitter. I, I put it on Twitter. I put it into a couple of groups we're part people? of. <laughs> well, well, should... maybe they just like the pictures. It's just it's all about the picture. That's what they see, isn't it? So right, we shall okay. move on to this week's. Have we all got our dishes ready? Yeah. Have we all practiced yeah. our M&S style 
pitch on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I can do an MS style <laughs> thing with my. Yeah, well, you're going to have to. And I've got some sensual, sexual music to put it to the background of. <laughs> so, oh, do you really? I have, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, who wants to go first? I think we should have Will go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I'm ready. I, I've been practicing mine. Okay. I bet you have it, Mirror. I have. I've, literally, <laughs> on, on the way to go for breakfast this morning, I was practicing it to Lyndon in the car. <laughs> right, okay. Let me start. Oh, the music's kicking in, so I can hear it now. So this is going to go. Right. This week, I took three or four juicy bangers out of the fridge. Succulent. I put them into an oven-proof dish and put them in the oven. Whilst they were cooking away, I took not one, not two, but three potatoes. And I peeled them to within an inch of their life. Cut them into small segments and put them into boiling water until they were perfect for mashing. I then added whole grain mustard, butter, salt and pepper and mashed them until they were smooth and creamy. To top it off, I used peas and leeks that I soaked in dripping in butter, put it all together with a homemade onion gravy, sausage and mash done properly. And that's me. That was my dish. First of all, well done. That, Thank that you. was That sounds sound divine. I don't think I can top it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to go and just clean myself off. I think I've come. <laughs> well, can I just can I just say, did you not pan fry sausages and then put them in the oven, or did you just? No, I just put them straight in the oven. In. I just straight in the oven. I probably should have pan fried them to brown them a little bit, but I was being a bit lazy. Fine, sorry, it's sorry. Lazy. It's just me being particular. <laughs> it's just me being a Would you not pan fry with sugar in the oven? No. Yeah, sounds amazing. Um, uh, well, that's my. Don't don't forget. Don't tell me my score until after we've heard everybody's. So, who wants okay, to go? Uh, next? Uh, I'm easy. Okay, you go, Rob. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm muting. Straight myself. face. You've got it easy because you face. don't have the music to listen to, so I can hear this music in the background, and that was off putting. <laughs> go on, go. Uh, so first I uh, got some fresh chicken breast out of the fridge and seasoned them well with salt and pepper. I pan fried them in lovely golden butter and then put them in the oven for around about 18 minutes till they were nice juicy in the middle. I then pan fried in the, uh, some bacon, made some lardons and made them nice and crispy. Whilst putting them to the side to cool. In the meantime, I had some boiling water bubbling away with some molding salt. And then I dropped in my uh, spaghetti just enough, just so it was cooked al dente. When that had done, I'd uh, mixed together two whole eggs and some parmesan in a bowl with some salt and pepper. I then put all my ingredients in together just to start getting them a bit more warmer. And then I added my egg mixture in to make a creamy 
sauce and then made some homemade garlic bread with my own recipe of garlic, butter and some mixed herbs. Put it all together to make a delicious, moist, creamy carbonara with homemade garlic bread. Oh, Boom. Nice. <laughs> oh. I've seen the picture of it as well, by the way, and it looks fucking epic. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. Nice. Hey, you, you, you do the sexual wording very well, mate, I've got to say. You, you, you've, got, you've got pretty good at it. I've, I've been practicing, I'm not going to lie. Have you? I'm hoping to get that gig at MS. <laughs> right. Scores in, but don't tell us yet. Remember what you've got, Mark. You are up, my friend, final contestant to the kitchen. Tell us your day. I'm going to start by telling you what I made, um, okay. and then I'll tell you how I made it. So this week I made steak de boeuf brasil, lament et piment, avec risbouin, avec haricot noir, avocat, couronne de chips de tortilla, et yogurt et gris. Love it. So I started by flouring, browning some steak in a pan, salt and pepper. Took it out, put it aside, left it to rest. In the rich cooked juices, I cooked off some peppers and some mushrooms. I added them alongside the meat in a large Pyrex dish with two chopped beef tomatoes and a whole pudding of baby plum tomatoes, smoked paprika, a whole dried ancho chili, and three cubes of 80% dark chocolate. And I cooked for four hours, hot, 110 degrees. I plated it up with brown rice, lightly salted, black beans in pepper, a fan of fresh avocado sprinkled with more smoked red rich paprika and a soy yogurt soured with lime surrounded by a crown of tortilla chips on the outside of the bowl the meal was a smoky sweet thick and fiery with an aftertaste of chocolate and tomato <sighs> oh mate <laughs> a little richie from bottom noise Bye. at the end there as well for you <laughs> Dirty as well. Oh, out of the bag. Love it. Right. Okay. So... I basically made chili. That's... <laughs> <laughs> basically made uh, chili, yeah. Yeah, but that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about this segment is it's turning the ordinary into something that is just that little bit more special. So, now that was sure. awesome. That sounds awesome. Right. Scores in then. We'll go in order that we did it. So, what are my scores, boys? Rob, what are you giving my sausage and mash? 4.8. 4.8? Strong 4.8. Right. I've given you will I've given you four uh sounds like you've made bangers and mash <laughs> into a royal dish there. 
<laughs> Love it. Oh, thank you for the score. Right, Rob, I gave you a 4.6. Nice. Mark, what are we giving Rob, Rob's I've, Carbonara? I've had to give you, Rob. I've had to give you because Carbonara is so easy to fuck up. <laughs> And because you made your own garlic bread, it's got to be a five, big man. It's got to be a five. Oh, 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 oh. in it for the quids, guys. <laughs> oh, mate. Right. Well, I'm giving Mark with his chili, because like what you said, you've turned the chili into something just next level, mate. I've given oh, you oh, oh. the best score out of the two. I've given you a 4.7. Oh. So, Rob, it's down to you. What what have you given Mark for his chilli? It is just a chilli. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, it, you know, I, I give it a four. I You're think, giving I it a four? four. I th- I, yeah, I think if he made his own tortilla chips and, uh, <laughs> you know. I live in Carlisle, not in London. Where am I going to get corn tortillas from? <laughs> well, you don't realise yeah, anyway. Rob, Rob always says there's room for improvement. <laughs> room for improvement, I'm not going to lie. Um, no, I, I think, you know, it's a strong four. Like, you know, I, not many people put chocolate in there, you know, the way that you've done. And, you know, hats off to you. That's after. To be fair, I've, ne- I've never used it with avocado, neither, so you've kind of made it like a more of a Mexican dish than just a beef chilli. Right. So, wow. yeah. Well, the scores are in. Obviously, we will put this forward to the public vote during the week as well, but in third place this week, Mark, it's your chilli, mate, with an 8.7. It's so, all right. I'm saving the big score for uh, midweek on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, because he can share it to all of his friends to get make sure that Rob doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. In second place was my sausage and mash with an 8.8. And in first place, I'm pretty sure Mark's regretting giving Rob a 5 now. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Rob's Carbonara with a 9.6. So, nice. Rob, well you take it. You I've take just seen it. the picture you've put in the chat as well. It looks lush, mate. So <laughs> No regrets. Mark, if you can put your picture into the chat as well, mate, I will put that to uh, put that out onto Twitter during the week. Right. That was our uh, What Have You Cooked? We shall move on to our little Would You Rather section. I've got a good one this week, guys. How about you guys? You got a good Would You Rathers? I've got a pretty good one, actually, I think. Yeah? Do you want to go I first? Think, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'll go first. Oh, sorry. Before, I'll, I'll sorry actually, first. before we start, I've got to tell you what happened last week over Twitter, what everybody thought about last week's Would You Rathers. So, 61% of Twitter said that they would rather see the world beginning rather than the world ending. 55% of Twitter said that they would rather speak all foreign languages over speaking to animals. I was a bit surprised about that. I thought no, people I... would rather speak to animals. And this yeah, was the biggest weird one. Everybody on Twitter is really weird and fucked up because 72% would rather whisper than shout. So really? Because that'd be the most creepiest thing ever. Right? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Yeah. Thank you. I'm really like... loud all the time anyway, so yeah, it doesn't make like... a difference to me. Oh, no. Like, Will has to tell me that he has to turn my, uh, my thing down when we do the recordings because I've got such a deep <laughs> loud voice. <laughs> against you two, put it down to nothing. So, it's going to be so difficult against you too. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, okay, so that was last week's. Go on, what's this week? Rob, you go first. 
Would you rather step in dog poo or have wet socks? <laughs> it's a very difficult one. I know I had this conversation with myself in the mirror. I was like, would you rather? What, so step would you rather poo? step in dog poo or have wet socks? I think I'd rather have wet like socks. Like I'm talking wet, wet socks. I don't mind wet socks, so I, I think I'll go for wet socks. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm also going to go for wet socks. Because, because you can just change and dry change them, like. them. Yeah, you can't really change your feet, and I'll want to change my feet if I've actually stood physically in dog poo in bare feet. I would just want to cut my feet off, yeah. a la saw, and never use them again. <laughs> yeah, I think I would probably. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm with that. Wet socks, you just take them off. Yeah. But I don't like the feeling of wet socks neither. No. <laughs> either of these, both of these things aren't very good to be having, like, no. regardless. Well, I'll do mine then for this week. So my would you rather is, would you rather never have to pee again or never have to shit again? <laughs> and I know my answer. 100% I know what mine is. Go on, what's yours? I would never have to piss again because I've got a bladder like a pee. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always going to the toilet for a piss, like, all the time. Like an old man. Like, really terrible. Like, we, to the point of where, if we go out somewhere far, for example, me, the wife, and the and uh, mum and dad went, we went to um, Brighton to see Lee Evans. The last show that he was doing in Brighton. And we went for the journey. I tell you no lies, I had to literally hold it got to the point where i needed a piss and went for a piss at the like last garage you know whatever uh and it we had to go around the m25 now if anybody knows what the m25 is it's mm. very long and i basically had to put myself to sleep so that i didn't need the wee the entire <laughs> time i had to like try and get myself to go to sleep bear in mind that i had plenty of sleep try and get myself to go to sleep so that I was asleep for the entire journey round. And on the way back I'd do it again. It was a nightmare. So, 100%, I'd rather not piss. See, I would definitely rather not piss because it's probably going to be a bit rank, but there is something strangely satisfying about having a really nice shit. And I don't think I'd like to not experience that again. That's the only reason for me Yeah, just like taking a good 45 minutes in the toilet having shit, that's what it is. It's it, it's a man's cave. It's a man's home. Yeah, it is. The bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and, is. you know, a wee's only a couple of minutes, if that. If you go for a shit, you can be there for a long time. It's great. It's peaceful. No, no yeah. kids, nothing. It's amazing. <laughs> what about you, Mark? What would you rather? I would have to say the opposite to you guys. I would rather um, never shit again. And the reason, main reason for that being um, that over the past few years, I have become sensitive to dairy. Okay. So <laughs> what that would mean is that I could eat all the cheese in the world without having to worry about uh, going for a Tom Tit. <laughs> so, you know, I would be, uh, I would be delighted with that as long as it didn't mean that I had to go, uh, I had to go pee all the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Love that. That's, that's pretty, pretty yeah, naval. Yeah, pretty naval. That. That's a yeah. good answer. What's your would you rather for us for this week, mate? So, would you rather spend the day smelling onions or smelling of onions? Oh, easy. Because I've smelled. I've 
work with a lot of onions at work, and I oh, know how fucking mate. awful it smells on your clothes, and you cannot get it off. So I would rather smell the dates when they smell like onions. Easy. Full, full, know that one. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, like, when I've had to make, like, French onion soup and stuff like that, my hands, I, I yeah. get, you know, you get used to it after a while, but to be smelling it on your clothes, because oh, it smells to me, smells to me more like deep fryer. I fucking mm. hate that smell. Absolutely hate the smell. And when I, every time when I work, worked in a restaurant, and I'd always be, like, really quick to try and, not be around the fryers whenever I've had to do something, you know what I mean? Um, fucking hate the smell. Absolutely. And like, great idea that, you know, a fryer is, but terrible, terrible smell. And some people are, like do it in their own house and you can, you know, when they're doing it and you can smell it. Fucking pongs. I hate it. Yeah. No. So I'd rather smell yeah, the definitely. smell of onions. Yeah. What about you, Mark? What would you rather? I think, I mean, I, I deal with, not dissimilar to you, well, I deal with customers every day. So I think I would probably put up with smelling it as opposed to people going, hey, excuse me, mate, do you fucking stink of onions or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And, and it is one of those smells, like, I don't mind it that much, but you can just smell it everywhere. Like, so when I when, when we worked in the kitchen, like I could literally just put like a T-shirt on and then my overalls on. Not a problem. But even then, when you put your hoodie on, that smell would then transcend across to your hoodie, and you just can't get yeah. rid of it. You just, it's just impossible. Yeah. And it constantly just... Well, it's, like, it's, like, it's like garlic and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then saying that, when we went to walk around the reservoir today with Riley, they've got loads of wild garlic growing everywhere, mm. and you can smell it, and it's beautiful. Absolutely so fucking nice, just walking up the road and just pure wild garlic growing everywhere just randomly mm. uh, i don't mind so. the smell of garlic awesome well that was our would you rather for this week thank you boys we shall put that up onto twitter during the week and see what you guys all think before we move on to our rob's esport talk we'll just do a quick little community question i asked twitter last week what their go-to takeaway was and i want to know what you guys is if you could choose one takeaway what would it be before you tell me i'll tell you what the public thought in last place, and I was very surprised at this, by the way, 12% said fish and chips. Now, that's my go-to one, by far. Yours, definitely. 17% said pizza, 29% said curry, and 41% Chinese. So, that's what the public thought. What's your go-to takeaway? You know what? My... It's difficult can only choose one. If you're going to have one takeaway for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. I have no idea. My wife would absolutely say Chinese. If there's a chance of a takeaway, it's Chinese. But for me, it's got to be one thing and it's really, really random. And it's called, you've probably never heard of it, a chicken palmo. Oh, have you ever heard yes, of a chicken parmesan? I've heard yeah. of a chicken parmesan. Yeah, came from the northeast. So, if, if listeners that haven't heard of a chicken parmo, it's basically a breaded chicken breast, butterfly chicken breast, breaded, usually a couple of them, deep fried, uh, then covered in white sauce, special sauce, grated cheese, put under a grill or put in a pizza oven, and thrown into a pizza box with a 
portion of chips and salad if you want it or uh what they used to do that they don't do anymore was creamed cabbage, which was cabbage in the same white sauce, which used to be, uh, but a lot of places don't do it. And garlic sauce, garlic and chili sauce, that that I would eat all day, every day until I was a hundred stone. I just wouldn't be bothered. Good choice. <laughs> oh God. Good choice. Don't say that because if someone owns, uh, do you know what? Mine would be probably. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a sucker for a doner kebab. Mm. I'm yeah. a bit of a sucker for a filthy, like, yes. I'm talking like done on a, like a giant fucking flatbread, yes. you know, so you can make your own burrito, you can put everything yeah. in there, salad, chips, sauce, done a meat, roll it up into this big, fat, juicy burrito yeah, and man. chow down on that bad boy, you know, sweet chili sauce, garlic mayo, 100% everything in there, so it's basically... It's not a Mexican burrito. It's an English burrito. It's more like <laughs> Turkish, but that's the way you do it. Like, oh my god, I, if I could eat them every day, hundred percent, when I was be at, decent. When I was at uni, all my mates on a Friday night, we'd come back and they would constantly have a doner kebab, and it was never anything that I actually enjoyed. I always just have like a pizza instead. And then when lockdown first hit, for some strange reason, I just had a craving for a kebab and we i ended up for about three or four months i had a kebab every friday it became kebab Fridays. i'm surprised you're not my way <laughs> Mate, I can eat i'm I can surprised eat, i can eat everything and just not gain weight it's, it's a curse uh but yeah no i do love <laughs> it is a curse because honestly right. i've got some community questions as well okay go on go on hit me with one there's there's, there's some that i want uh, the community to answer and, and obviously you guys so What's the, uh, in fact, is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? Well, what else would it be? Hot dog's not a sandwich. Yeah, but, but, what, else, yeah, but, yeah, but what else would you call it? What, what category would it be? But that, that's, the, that's the question. That's the, that's the question. What, what category would you put it into? Well, what? it's more like a burger, isn't it? In a way, but it's not it, a burger. Yeah. Yeah, but a burger's a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a bacon a bacon a bacon cobs a sandwich just because it's in a cob sorry sorry it's gone yeah. east midlands chat here for a second but yeah if it's a roll it's still a sandwich cob. isn't it <laughs> cob a bap a bap a, a roll oh, yeah, I think it probably, yeah it probably is a sandwich because to me a sandwich is a filling inside of bread and i guess a hot dog is that so yeah i'd probably call it a sandwich what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever had to wear? Oh, God. Um, I can tell you mine. Go on. Let me have a think about it. So, so this is it's, it's funny, but it's uh, sort of like when we were younger and it was like a, a family tradition for New Year. My auntie, she's amazing. Um, she has this big house and, and every, every, every family member would be around, you know, everybody. All the family, cousins, aunties, you know, cousins, cousins, second cousins, family, friends, everybody be there. There'd be like a good 30, 40 people inside this house, outside, you know, she got barbecue going, big spread on table, everybody's dancing, there's a ridiculous amount of alcohol. And I remember once, one year that my Uncle Peter brought a keg, a whole giant fucking keg and had that set up in the kitchen so that everybody could have a bite um yeah so you can imagine the scale of what they do it on do you know what i mean they've still got the house and it's amazing and, and, and 
they're the days that I remember growing up as a kid. You know, to me, massive. And one one of the years, um, we had to bring uh, like um, we had to wrap up a present. So it was like a like a grab present. You know what I mean? So like you bring something randomly, put it in a big box that's all decorated with you know whatever polystyrene balls inside and random pick it out when you've got to use it for that day that that night you know what i mean mm. one year i picked out <laughs> a pair of uh women's lingerie thongs french <laughs> red knickers and i wore them on my head the entire time that's so yeah that's that's my uh my, my story for that that's it, it's amazing idea concept is amazing man and that's what i'm going to try and bring when all, all this lockdown comes off you just want to wear red get everybody around the house yeah obviously uh no i want to bring that <laughs> the idea and the concept and everything back because I, I love throwing a new year's party love it absolutely love it everybody comes around we're all singing you know um and we're all playing games we're all getting drunk and it's it's a nice environment and i and i miss that the this year that's just gone um so i want to definitely hopefully when everything's okay do it this year and invite everybody around and loads of people come you know what i mean so obviously you guys are definitely invited yeah um we'll be there mate right well okay so let me think so I, it's not incredibly embarrassing that much but it's the only thing i can think of a couple of years ago my mate blandy was his stag do and we went to germany for a weekend and we had to dress him up as uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So he was dressed up as, and if I showed you a picture of Blandy, he's this tall, blonde-haired lad. We dressed him up like uh, fucking Snow White, and it was amazing. And we were his Seven Dwarfs. Well, that was actually 12 of us. Um, but that was quite amusing. I wouldn't say it was embarrassing, but that's the only thing I can think of. What about you, Mark? What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? Not anywhere near as embarrassing as Rob, you'd be pleased to know. So that's fine. Uh, but when I was at college, we had a Christmas uh, Christmas party, and we a few of us decided to do a musical number, and we dressed up as the Spice Girls, and I was Jerry uh, in the Union Jack dress uh, that was hastily cobbled together by one of the girls at uni. Thankfully, to my mind, no photos survive. Oh, <laughs> but no. I'm sure I think we, we need, I think we need to one. find a yeah, photo of this. This, needs, yeah. this yeah. needs to be your your profile picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hundred <laughs> things we learned from Mark's college years. <laughs> awesome. Right. Oh, that's a class one. Right, Rob, are you ready for have you got your, your news ready? You ready for esports news? Yeah, one second, one second. Shuffle me, your papers. Shuffle me, imagine no papers. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm Go ready on. when you are. Go on, then. it's you, mate. Okay, well, uh, FIFA have announced its esports competition, the FIFA E World Cup, will return to London this year after being cancelled last year due to COVID-19 pandemic, which is really cool. The feet, the. FIFA E World Cup is the climax of the EA Sports FIFA 21 Global Series. The event will feature 32 of the best players from across the world battling it out for a part of $500,000 or £354,942 because I love they translated it. Um, prize pool, <laughs> um, which is really cool. Um, I, 
do you guys play FIFA at all? Do you know, like, anything More of a Pro it? Evo fan from back in the day, but... Uh, Pro Evo. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't a played a FIFA for ooh, probably about six years. I, I might, might give a go. I mean, now the concept's obviously gym. the same. It's the same yeah. concept, wouldn't it? Like... <laughs> I'm sick of um... being beaten by six-year-olds, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Celebrity Esports has announced the UK streaming platform now will be the latest brand to sponsor a team for the upcoming Celebrity Esports Superstar League. The now ninjas will feature celebrity duo Jimmy Carr and Joel Domet alongside the fan competition winner throughout the seven episode series. The Celebrity Focus Entertainment Esports series is set to air the first episode on May 28th. According to the release, filming will take place in the Red Bull Gaming Sphere in London, with episodes being made available on Celebrity Esports YouTube channel. What do you think about that? Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, e uh, celebrities jumping into esports and they're making like an episode of that. So that's really good. It's obviously sponsored by Red Bull. Crazy. Um, the North American esports and lifestyle organization FaZe Clan have announced the hiring of Kai Henry as its chief strategy officer. As part of a new role, Henry will oversee all of FaZe Clan's creative strategy, which includes being tasked with expanding and steering the organization's creative hub. His previously managed, managed artists such as Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, whilst also co-founding YouTube platform ski.tv streetwear firm n noir clothing and audio brand solo republic headphones wow how much money are they wow. paying in yeah <laughs> like, mate, I wow. can imagine. <laughs> they got some dingo dollars or a cheeky little uh, <laughs> i've got you i've got you wearing a pair of thongs so you're gonna work for me <laughs> sort of, uh... but yeah no that's crazy i mean i'm loving the fact of uh, Esports, you know, coming back into London uh, with FIFA, and obviously now they're doing a celebrity um, gaming esports, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, so other than that, that's all the uh, news. That's the news for today. All right. Thank you very for much today. for your news, my friend. Very interesting. It's always we always love to hear like what's happening and the amount of money that's going into the industry as well. It's just crazy sometimes. Right. Well, we shall move on to what I've been looking forward to doing all week, which is our little game that we're going to play. Regular listeners will know that we normally do a video game-based game, but seeing that Mark's podcast is all film-related, this week we are going to be doing a film-based quiz, which I am calling, What the Fuck Are They Famous For? <laughs> are we all ready for this game, oh, guys? Oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely. So... What I have done is, is when you type a actor's name into IMDb, there are, when you scroll down a little bit, there's four movies that come up that, according to IMDb, they are famous for. I've got five actors, five actresses, which I've numbered one to ten. And you guys are going to take it in turns, picking a number, and then you've got to guess the four films that, according to IMDb, they are most famous for. You get a point for every correct answer. And if you get one wrong, then that's the maximum number of points you can get. Does that all make sense? Okay. Sure, why not? So, so guess guess the films, even though I'm not a massive film fanatic, but okay. Well, we shall try anyway. We'll anyway, do it. So, who wants to go first? 
Uh, I'll let Rob go first. Uh, okay, Rob, pick a number between 1 and 10. This is uh, life-changing. Um, it's a lot of money. Uh, two. We're going for two. Go number two. So number two yeah. is... So basically, before we recorded, I asked guys what their favourite actors and actresses are. And this is actually one of Mark's ones. This is Simon Pegg. Who? Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg? Yes. Right. Okay. I was just about to give him a hint and tell him a film he was yeah, out of. What an idiot. It's, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's, I know who it is as well, yeah. Uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yep. Um, the World's End. Yeah. Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Uh, um, we have to put a time. Ready player? He's in that, and no, he's not. Um, uh, he was in that, but that's your guess. So, no points for that, my friend. Ah. The last one was Star Trek. No, so, so you got. That was my second guess. So you got three on that one, Mark. Well done. One right. to ten, but not number two. It's got to be number one. You're going to go number one. Yours is Al Pacino. Oh my god. <laughs> Al Pacino. Here he is. Uh, okay. Al Pacino is Scarface. It's not according to IMTV. That's like his role. <laughs> get out. So the other ones, obviously, I don't get any points, but I would assume <laughs> are Scent of a Woman. No. No, go on, tell me. Uh, you have Serpico. The Godfather. Godfather. Uh-huh. Dog Day Afternoon. And yep. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy, get out! <laughs> get what, right is, out! I would have said what, Godfather, but other than that, this is what, according gone. to IMDb, you can check it out yourself. <laughs> um, I also checked it on multiple browsers as well from different things, just in case it was like I got like a one specific to me, but. Gone to all the browsers, this is what it says. So, no points for that round. Oh, no, hey, that's it's just I'm gonna have to work even harder, right? Rob, your pick five, five, number five five (laughs) is Danny DeVito. Uh, Danny DeVito, yes, I don't think who he is. Short little guy. Short little guy, Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, I think I know you mean. I think. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's got such a distinctive voice, Danny. He does. Oh, uh, like very rustic. Like ah. Uh, Twins? Um, no, he he was in Twins, oh. but that's not what um, according to IMDb he's famous for. So he is famous See, I for. I would have like said Twins. Matilda. Like... Matilda is one. Matilda yeah, is one. Yeah. Throw Mama from the Train. Uh, the War of the Roses and Batman Returns because he played the Penguin. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd right. got one of these. Yeah, but you it got wasn't one. The right one. To... So no points for that round for you, Mark. You're up next. Number you, 10. You're going number 10. Number 10 is Cameron Diaz. 
Right, okay. So there's the obvious ones, but now I'm not so sure that those are going to be in the list. Uh, something mm. about Mary. Yep. Okay. Charlie's Angels. Yep. The Mask. No. Oh. The other two were Vanilla Sky and okay. My Best Friend's Wedding. Wow. I haven't seen My Best Friend's Wedding. Potential future episode. It looks bad. Yeah, it probably is pretty shit. <laughs> it's all right. I would have said Shrek. So. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised yeah. Shrek as well, actually, yeah. Right, so, Rob, you have three, four, six, seven, eight, or nine. Three, give it me. Number three? Yeah. This was your favourite actor. This is Robert Downey Jr. Robert Dan Jr. Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be difficult. Uh, uh Iron Man? Yeah. Avengers? Uh which one? The Avengers, like the first The first the one. The first Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Well you saying that which one makes me think that there's multiple. So I'm going to go for Endgame, because that's the best yep. one, I think. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Doolittle? No, the last one was Iron Man 3. Oh my god, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Like, uh, he played really well in Doctor Doolittle. That should be first. <laughs> right, so... Has anybody seen that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Right, Mark, you're up. Four, six, seven, eight, or nine? Nine. You're going to go number nine? Number nine is Angelina Jolie. Oh, what? Um, <laughs> what a lady. This is either going to go one way or the other, isn't it? Yeah. Um, wanted. Yes. Okay. I think I get a feel for how these IMDb lists work. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Unfortunately, not. Oh, okay. I went. Nah. I was going down a route there. I yeah. shouldn't have done. So the other ones were Maleficent, Miss uh, Girl oh, Interrupted, Girl Interrupted, yep. and Changeling. See, I would have said, is it Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah, she's in yeah. that as well. Yeah, she, I, I would have said that. Be answer, Girl right? Interrupted. Yeah. Yeah, she won Best Supporting Actress for. Girl interrupted. Yes, she did, didn't she? Good film as well. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Rob, you've got yeah. four, six, seven, or eight. Give 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 me uh four. Four. Uh Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, X Men. Um, First I have to... class. Yes. Um, she played in Hunger Games. Which one? Oh my God! Really? Um, <laughs> the, the Hunger Games is the, the. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the, yeah I'll give the, you the point. The, yeah. the Hunger Games. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Uh. Uh. She played in. Um, 
played in um, Passengers, wasn't it? She, she was, but that's not one of the films, so that's Fox all your points. You've got Silver Linings Playbook and American Hustle. Those are the other two. Uh, ne- never watched any of those two. So uh, American Hustle's yeah. great. You should watch that. Good film. Right, last three. Currently, Rob, you're on eight points. Mark, you're on three. So we've got to start pulling <laughs> out of the bag now, mate. Stinker. So you've got six, seven, or eight. Eight. You're going to go eight. Eight is Michael Keaton. Okay. Batman. Yes. Beetlejuice. No. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so Batman Returns. Um, no. Uh, no Spider-Man wasn't. Far From Home or whatever it was. No, he's not in any. No, it was Birdman, Spotlight, yeah. The Founder, and Batman. Wow. Have you guys, have you guys seen The Founder? No. no, but I hear great oh, things. Oh my god, it's so good. It's about how McDonald's. I don't know became... anything about it. Oh mate, it's about how it's about how McDonald's became a franchise. It's fucking awesome. You have to go and watch that film. It's so good. Right, last two, Rob, six or yeah. seven. Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna go for seven because Rue's seven too. We'll go for that. Right. Yeah. So, prior to recording, as I say, I asked the guys to uh, pick a favorite film of each. And one of them was one of Mark's favourite actresses. Now, I'm not so sure whether you know who this is. And we have spoken beforehand. And I'm allowed to show Rob a picture of this actress if he doesn't know who it is. So the actress is Tony Collette. Do you know who that is? Tony what? Tony Collette. She's an Australian accent. I'm judging by the fact that you don't really know. I'll send you the picture right now. So this is Tony okay. Collette. Where are you sending me on Discord? Yeah, it's on Discord. Okay, okay. No, I know, I know where she's from. Um, about a boy. Yep. I remember that. Um. This is like the hardest. Why would you choose someone <laughs> like this? No idea. I, I didn't do it on purpose. All, <laughs> I, I, all, I, all I did is I asked you what your favourite actor and actresses were. That was it. You didn't know what it was to do with at all. I'm, gonna have I'm trying to, to think of films that I've I, seen her in. I'm uh, going to have to put a time on you. Uh... Uh, uh, Triple X returns. I know that she's in that. That's not what she's famous for. So the other films were The Sixth Sense, Hereditary. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Hereditary. Never seen that. And The Hours. Never which means that, that Mark, your one is actually Rob's favorite actress, and you have Rachel Wise. Oh wow. Um... Yeah. Great actress, absolute honey as well. Um, mm. Also in, but I'm not going to guess it, the movie that you just said, Rob. <laughs> yes. The one that you got Tony Collette in, she's in that, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, she's in The Mummy. It's not what's yes. on here, mate. What? No! <laughs> what? No, 
you such a great about about a boys there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Oh, that's all right. Then. Fine. When when Rob told me all these, the first one I thought of was obviously the money, the mummy. But the ones I would never have thought of were the constant gardener, the lobster, disobedience, and the fountain. So uh, I've not played. seen a single one of those. No, neither have I. So she played in The Simpsons. I know that. Yeah, she did. She did do that. Yeah. And she played in. See, I would have said like Simpsons, Aragon, and the Mummy. Hmm. No, she's in Aragon, isn't she? But no, that's not what it is. So that brings us to the end of our quiz. In second place, Mark, you scored four points. And... <laughs> Dead last, I think you mean. I know. Pick you up. Second place, mate. Second place. And Rob, you win with nine points. So yeah, well played, well, guys. Cheers, so buddy. Mate, that was difficult. Movie quiz. Did you enjoy that difficult. one? I liked Loved that it. one, but I, I didn't know the the actress really well that you sent me the. Got her name now. Tony Collette. Um, Tony yeah, Collette. no idea really. I only right. know a few that should been in. Well, that was the end of our quiz. So thank you so much, guys, for that. So we're coming to the end of the episode, and we, as always, we finish off with our bit of gaming news and a gaming story. So. Quite a bit of news this week, actually. Not actually, to be fair, not a huge amount, but I've got quite a bit. What about you, Rob? Have you got much news this week? I've got a little bit. I don't think I've got. I'm, I'm hoping I haven't hit over any of your uh, your topics. Well, so um, I'll go first, and then you can tell me if I've nicked any from you. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so first of all, according to an EA financial plan, Battlefield Six is definitely coming out between October and December of this year. So there's been loads of leaks coming about Battlefield 6. Uh, you guys Battlefield fans? You play it much? Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I played play it, but... Battlefield, the, the first, you know, the, the first World War one. I played yeah. a lot of that, a lot of that. But I haven't played any since, and I feel like I probably should. So Battlefield 5 just came out, came out on PlayStation Plus for this month, so you can download it for free. So nice. go and get that downloaded. So yeah, that was a bit yeah. of news. Also, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is now out. Um, so you can get this on PlayStation and Xbox. Personally, I do not have the time to play that game. I've always wanted to. Uh, but this is all the first three Mass Effect games with new 4K graphics and really done up to the new generation. So that's quite cool. Um, what about you guys? You ever played a Mass Effect game? Never. Played them all. Played them all. You played them all. Them. Are you going to get I the drum and everything? Are you thinking about getting the uh, edition? Uh, maybe, depending depending what it what it. It's what the it time. Is. It's uh, the time. Not really, yeah. So what else? Um, according to VGC, which is a gaming news uh, company, Starfield, which is the new game that's meant to be coming out from Bethesda, has now been confirmed as a PC and Xbox exclusive not coming to PlayStation. Now, I'm a bit disappointed about this personally because we've talked about Bethesda and what's going to be happening in terms of exclusivity in previous shows. And I was kind of hoping this one was going to come out on PlayStation, but it looks like it won't be. So this is going to have to be a game that you tell us about, Rob, because I can't play it. Uh, and then also, also Hades, which is the roguelike game out on PC, recently had a PS4 rating come about. And that means that this game could be coming to PlayStation soon. Now, this game won Game of the Year at this year's Game Awards, so I'm really quite excited about the idea of being able to, to play this. And then I've got a bit of news about roadmaps for the future for both Xbox and 
uh, PlayStation. So on Twitter couple, uh, last week, this turned out to be fake news, but it did a roadmap of what the next three or four years are looking like for Xbox. And what it was saying was this, in 2021, it was going to be Halo Infinite and Starfield. Then 2022 was going to be Wolfenstein 3 and Project Mara. 2023 was going to be Doom 3, Gears 6, Everwild, which is the new game from Rare, uh, Fable and Forza Moses Motorsport. 2024 was going to be The Outer Worlds 2, Perfect Dark and The Evil Within 3. And then 2025, Rob, that's when Elder Scrolls 6 is meant to be coming out. Now, as I say, this is all meant to be fake news, but I thought it was quite interesting hearing what could and couldn't happen in the world of Xbox. It's good fake news. Coming out. Yeah, it was good fake news. But what's not fake news <laughs> is, is that last week, uh, Herman Holst, who is the co-founder of Guerrilla Games, which is a PlayStation-owned studio, he did an interview for PlayStation magazine. Now, Herman was actually tapped to lead PlayStation Studios in 2019. And he says that there are 25 titles in development for the PlayStation, and half of them are brand new IPs, which is awesome news because we've spoken before about how PlayStation weren't going to hit that many exclusives or new IPs. They were just going to stick with what's worked before, but they've come out to say half of them are brand new IPs. And then a few days later, Christian Svensson, who is head of third-party relations for Sony, tweeted out, wait until you see what the third-party studios are doing. So very exciting news. Uh, let's see what they bring over the next couple of years. E3 looks like it could be a very good one this year. Yeah, that's all my news. What about you, Rob? Um, do you know what? So I've got Microsoft Xbox Game Studios teaming up with uh, Tense's TMI Studios, developers widely successful mobile hits Call of Duty and Honor of Kings, according to Google Translator version of announced from TIMI, which is the company. Um, the two companies have formed a strategic partnership to create game content, but unclear exactly what might mean when we might be able to play anything resulting from uh, the cooperation. Um, so obviously TIMI Studios um, are the franchise that made Call of Duty on the mobile device which had 500 million downloads worldwide. Um, and they are uh, also the developers of the upcoming mobile strategy game Pokemon Unite. Perhaps Microsoft wants to bring some of the biggest titles uh, to the mobile platforms, is what I'm thinking. Um, which is really good. Because obviously we've got that. Um, we can play anywhere. You've, you've seen me when when obviously Tash was in labour. I was playing the Monopoly, uh, you know, in the hospital from my Xbox. Um, which was funny. Um, and then... So the bit about Sony is they've announced the first new colours of PlayStation 5's DualSense controllers, yeah. a cosmic red. Uh, features a two-tone red and black design and an all-black, midnight black version brings to the mind of classic PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 controller design. Until now, Sony has offered the DualSense controller in black and white colour scheme to match the PlayStation 5, which... Um, is a very similar theme, I believe, to the console itself, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so the midnight black option is particularly uh, notable. Primary white dual sense will be 
big departure for Sony's design um, when largely trend uh, towards the black and grey console controllers by default for the entire lifespan of PlayStation brand. The new black option, technically still a two-tone design, will two different shades of black. Um, it's close to the other controllers. Um, so I don't know if you guys are going to be buying this new Midnight Black or the uh, Cosmic Red. They look amazing. Uh, they do, they the do red look looks magic. Yeah. I really like the red um, really and hoped you would be talking about it today. Yeah, I think I'll be getting one. I think I'm, I, I'm hoping to get a new Xbox soon because obviously I'm still rocking the old vintage. I say vintage, but it's not next gen one. And, I'm, and then you know I'm hoping to get it in next you know two two months. That's when when I'm hoping to get it. Um, uh, my controllers, I've had a battery in. Like I've had them since day one release of <laughs> Xbox One, and my blue controller is absolutely uh, balls. Like the the <laughs> I used to use Call of Duty all the time, so you can imagine me smashing the button. Mm. Um, so now the button's like every so often it feels like I'm trying to uh, not even pull a controller. It seems like I'm trying to pull a 10 lead weight because it's just so stiff. Um, so I've now got one controller, which is my white one, that really works. So that's something that hopefully, because controllers are all up in the air at the moment with everything, I'm hoping. Microsoft can bring something decent to the uh, to the thing, otherwise I'm going to end up buying a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, come to the dark side, mate. But no, I come think I think I, I I would like to get a new controller at some point. I don't really have a need for it at the moment because obviously there's really only play it myself. Mrs. plays on her PS4, so we don't really have an issue with that. But no, I think if I the red one does look awesome, but I think I'll probably go black. Just I don't know, it looks good, but. The, the, the... The then you'll never go back. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> awesome. The red one looks amazing. I yeah, really it, wish it does it look made. really. It does look really good, actually. Cosmic Red. Good name. What about you, Mark? Have you got any uh, news for us? I don't. Uh, in particular, it's one of those things where I've I've kind of f- fallen off off of a cliff today. Um, when it comes to trying to find out new stuff, I did. I did hope we would talk about the controllers, and if nobody else bought them up, I plan to bring them up. So <laughs> you've done that for me. So that's good. Awesome, Rob. Did you have any more news, or was that was that it? No, that's me. That's my news done. Right, that's well, done, dusted. We are nearly at the end. Thank you so much for everybody that's been listening so far. I think we're probably on like an hour and a half at the moment. So you guys are amazing for still listening to us. We will end as always with our gaming stories. I know Mark, you've got a great one for us because you used to work within the games industry in some respects. So I, I might leave you to last if that's okay. Yeah, feel free. So I'll go first. It's not a huge story. It's prior to, so I started uni back in 2006, I believe it was. And up until that point, I'd never really been into first-person shooters. I'd always been was a racing fan or we played Pro Evo with friends. Um, never really got into the shooting kind of scene or anything like that. And a flatmate of mine played the original Counter-Strike. Now, we would, I'd come downstairs to his flat and he'd just be playing this constantly. And I'd just like, what is this game? I've, I've never seen it before. And we just used to take it in turns playing this game. And that was the start of my love for for first-person shooters. I downloaded Counter-Strike Source, and I just played that game religiously. So, James, if you ever listen to our podcast, whenever I tell you about it, uh, thank you so much for getting me into first-person shooters because 
that was my lo- start of the love for them. So yeah, that was that's my little gaming story. What about you, Rob? Right, to be fair, I've got a little one, very small. It's not massive. Um, it's about my love for zombies. Okay. Love zombies. Love zombies games. And so I don't know. Do you guys play the first zombie game? Did you ever play it? Which one? Oh, what the, 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 the World uh, War. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I played that. Yeah. So I was. Uh, this is back when uh, internet wasn't really. Uh, accessible on an xbox where you had to buy on your 360 this fucking shit dongle thing with two fucking antennas because you couldn't fucking connect get any internet anywhere that was like the first wireless console (laughs) sort of thing um and mate of mine so i brought the game and played it and um struggled with the first zombies and then he introduced me to um zombies so I was playing zombies with him, um, and on the map Derise, and it's such a good map. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I've played every single zombies. I had a team, um, you know, doing the Moon Shangri-La um, to smash it out as quick as possible. Um, you know, when they first drop, loads of them like such a good thing to do is you know that i think i think they don't do as much now they don't do sort of the easter egg sort of thing um like that anymore do you know what i mean but you know if you ever go back and you ever end up doing any of the old school you know derise or anything like that such a great storyline and such a great easter egg to do get you know grab your friends it's such a great thing to do um but that, that was my big love for it um yeah. Awesome. Quite sure. Go on then, Mark. Hit us with your story, mate. Well, I used to work for a company called Gameplay. Uh, Gameplay, Gameplay.com was one of the kind of the first online and, and previous to that kind of mail order uh, companies that you would buy your games and your consoles from. And I worked for a little while in their, their customer service department before they were bought out by Dixon's. Uh, and as I discovered this week, if you type in gameplay.com, it takes you to games website now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so it's been, the, the page still exists and has been, been bought out a hundred times since. Um, we, when the PS2 launched, um, we were taking back orders, same as everybody else. And sorry, if, if you haven't got a PS5, this is probably quite a raw story to you still, but, we were we were promised i think something like 3000 of the um of, of the ps5s uh, ps2s when when it came out and it was announced a week before we got delivery of them a week before the launch which was a couple of days before the launch um that we were going to be getting them in stock and that everybody was getting slightly less than what they were promised. So we'd taken, I think, something like 2,000 pre-orders, and we were given 250 PS2s. So we basically had to just decide who was who was getting them um so the gaffers came over to us one day to to basically get us all in a meeting close the lines down close the email down for for 20 minutes and and said look we're getting 250 you know we've got pre-orders of however many you know 2000 yeah so we're just getting the 250 well it's going to make our life hell you know it's going to be impossible so well look you know if it helps nobody else is getting the amount that they think they're getting okay fine 
So what we're going to do, they told us, is if anybody wants one, you can have one at the standard price because we're not going to be able to fulfill the orders. So if anybody wants one, you can pre-order one now and you'll get one and a customer won't. Uh, the business uh, went out of business about a year later. I've absolutely <laughs> no idea why, uh, <laughs> uh, but I did get a shiny new PS2, which was uh, which was nice. And 250 quid, I think they were at the time. Two, yeah. 280 oh, wow. quid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we only got 250 of them, and and it was it was one after another of disasters at the time in 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 the games industry, where people would tell you to to put in pre-orders. Sony were very good at it. You know, they said, look, put in a pre-order of of what and this is going to be the price and they would either not deliver or they would change the price we were told to put in um we could pre-order do pre-orders of final fantasy 9 do you remember final fantasy 9 yeah, on the, on the, yeah. on the, on the yeah, psx yeah, when that yeah. came out um we were told pre-orders of that will be um get your orders in it'll be 27.99 and when it finally came in the retail price was i think 35 99 or 37.99 so we had to um we had to take a hit of something like a thousand um basically a a thousand ten pounds or a thousand eight pounds because we'd not charged enough on the pre-orders so the business lost money on those as well so yeah the the games industry at the time from a retail perspective was hellish it was it was a nightmare and a hellscape and i have a lot more uh even grimmer stories (laughs) if you ever have us on again (laughs) oh mate well we're actually between the two of us we're probably running out of stories so we may just use we just have you on just to do a gaming story thing from your just phone me in yeah yeah yeah, that's fine (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you for sharing your story with us and that brings us to the close of the episode so Guys, thank you so much for taking part. Rob, as always, mate, you're a legend. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Honestly, it's been yeah, man. incredible. Do you want to give a bit of a plug of where people can find you? Yeah, so 100 Things We Learned from Film. Uh, we're on all the socials. You'll get us on Twitter at 100 Things uh, Pod and on Facebook and Instagram, 100 Things Film. We're the podcast that tries to learn 100 things from every film that we watch. Coming this week, as you hear this, will be our episode on Kevin Smith's Dogma. We've done lots of game-ish related uh, films uh, such as uh, The Condemned. We've done a lot of action movies. We've done a lot of stuff that hopefully you will learn one or two things for a pub quiz when the pubs open again next week and or just have a bit of a giggle. So please find us on all the places that you find these guys basically. <laughs> well, I can, I can recommend you. I listen to you every week and I absolutely love it. I can't wait to hear your Dogma episode. So Honestly, it means so much for you to come and join us. You are one of the, the gods in our eyes in terms of the, the podcasters. Oh. So it's so nice that you decided to come and join us on our little little podcast. I've, I've loved every minute, even getting absolutely beaten on the cooking <laughs> and the quiz <laughs> and all of the stories. Yeah, that's I've, I've enjoyed every minute of being useless. It's great. Good. <laughs> it's, good it's good to be useless on someone else's podcast for a change. You know? <laughs> awesome. Rob, do you want to give anything a plug before we go? Uh, yeah, you know, if anybody wants to, um, you know, uh, join a gaming community of like-minded gamers that enjoy uh, just gaming all different types of games, you know, um, we have a rank structure and we have esports and we have competitive nights and we do all sorts. So yeah, just hit us up. Um, Ultimate Vision Gaming, 
uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitch um, at Mr. UVG if you want to uh, direct message me, um, and I'll help you get into the community. Um, you know, we're massively growing. We're about 175. I last looked. Yeah, you've got um, 175 strong. Now. Yeah, and. We're, and always someone to talk to um there's always someone to game with and it's just a real good laugh uh, so if you're ever interested in joining that you're more than welcome to um awesome. other than that i'm good awesome well from us we are obviously the big chef little chef gaming podcast you can find us on twitter we're at big little chef gp we're also stream on twitch which is big chef little chef rob hopefully has been doing some streaming for me because i have not had the chance to do it but you can find our podcast on all the major podcasting platforms uh, and if you ever get a chance to if you guys enjoy the show please go on to apple podcast give us a review it really helps us out massively we don't have an episode next week as normal because i am off to birmingham to go for my mate stag do for a bit of drinking and a bit of paintballing so we actually have a special pre-recorded episode that we've done already and uh, we'll be playing a game with a very special guest and we'll be back as normal on the 30th of May. So you shall see us at, at that one. We are leaving you with a song from a new independent artist called Lee Cope. He's a singer-songwriter from Sheffield. And this is his song, Waiting for the Day. So we will catch you all on the next one. Oh baby, no one really gets to know I'm growing tired of getting old And all these aches and pains of yesterday Is just my body screaming my age Cause that curse of us is staying close That's what they say Think I gotta run away, sick of waiting for the day You come to see my heart break Think I gotta run away, sick of waiting for the day You come to see my heart break There's no part of me that wants to try I'm not willing to compromise Cause I've played my life straight down the line I've learned to live each day with time Cause that curse of us is staying close That's what they say Think I gotta run away Sick of waiting for the day You come to see my heartbreak Think I gotta run away, sick of waiting for the day You come to see my heartbreak I'm not afraid of the storms, but I'm afraid of the seas And the weight of the world crushing me I'm not afraid of the storms, but I'm afraid of the seas And the weight of the world crushing me Oh baby, no one really gets to know I'm growing tired of getting on Cause that curse of us is staying close That's what they say 
think I gotta run away Stick away to for the day You come to see my heartbreak Think I gotta run away Stick away for the day You come to see my heartbreak Think I gotta run away Stick away for the day You come to see my heartbreak Think I gotta run away, sick of waiting for the day, you come to see my heartbreak, oh baby 